0: This is make it
1: it kind. M I P with Massimila Matfumo. Mark Thompson.
0: Get woke,
1: folks. Obviously, the breaking news overnight was the leaked opinion draft about Roe versus Wade, and uh, who better to check in with? I know I have my own feelings, but. as a as a man but this is something that is affecting women everywhere and all of us men who care about women and are allies of women and have women in our families lord have mercy this is a major um um, development uh joining us now the president of an organization of which i am a life member in my mother's name we have here with us now the president of the national organization for women Christian Nunez. Christian, God bless you. What uh, a past, what 12 hours, really.
0: Right, yes, it It has been an interesting last, well, first, thank you for having me on your show to really talk about this uh, dire issue that we're all hearing about and facing right now. Um, but it has been a very, uh, uh, I think, emotional 12 hours for a lot of people.
1: So, uh, did this surprise you? I mean, we were all kind of bracing for something, but but when it, when we heard this, was it was it still a shock?
0: You know, I think it still was a shock for all because you know everyone has been talking lately about when the decision will come out regarding the Dobbs versus uh, Jackson case and um, the Dobbs the Dobbs case versus Supreme Court, and um, everyone's been wanting to know when the decision will come out, and everyone was kind of anticipating later on in the summer. Um, so, to, to see this leak happen, I think to, to read it, and, and to, it's very long. I haven't even gotten through all 98 pages, but to just hear some of the language and the belief systems in it, um, it, I think it still really kind of takes you back. It's still shocking to believe that the Supreme Court justices that, we, that have been put in place to really be fair in neutral would make such a determination that would overturn over 50 years of protections for women
1: from what you were able to read what was was anything in particular that stood out to you
0: well i think for me i think it was just you know there was you know the very beginning it's very clear they they identify that there are three points um three positions that people are coming from but i to me i just feel that the fact that to even question if this is a right or a healthcare right or a protection that is needed um, for women or it should be protected, you know, it, to even argue that point, I think, to question it is just concerning for me um, as a woman, um, you know, in this day and age. You know, women have been fighting for our rights for. A century now to even be added into the constitution. Um, in 1973, with you know the Roe uh, versus Wade decision, it really made sure that at least women could have the constitutional right to make that free choice, um, and their personal autonomy regarding the reproductive rights they needed to have that decision to have an abortion. So to believe that we would have a a Supreme Court stack with individuals who would go back and turn over the progress and the support in the healthcare for 50 years, it's just kind of a slap in the face, you know, for all the activism I think everyone's been working so hard for.
1: Um, it, it, It certainly is. What has been some of the reaction of some of your, the members of NOW, some of the members of the organization, I'm sure you've heard from them.
0: Absolutely. I mean, my phone has been going, ringing off the hook of uh, text messages and calls since this decision came out. And I think everyone's really concerned. Everyone's feeling emotionally charged. They want to do things. They want to figure out what they can do. Um, and I, I feel like there is a place of kind of an, um, a vacillation between um, wanting to be hopeful and hel- feeling helpless, you know, like what can we do if the Supreme, if an overturn row, which it sounds like very much will happen from this document, this draft when you have five, four vote. And I think that's not surprising. I think we kind of knew that after the oral arguments happened um, earlier this year, but um, to know that that is such a strong um, option and an outcome that possibly could happen is extremely worrisome for so many if we think about those who are directly impacted by this, we go back to the same thing we're fighting with voting rights, the same thing we're fighting with LGBTQIA status, you know, and freedoms and protections and women. It's always the same groups that are directly impacted and most oppressed, you know, Black Indigenous people of color, those in poverty, economic injustice, you know, those marginalized communities are direct ones who are always impacted by these harsh, draconian decisions. And that's what we're seeing, and I think that's what's scaring our people the most, and they want to figure out what they can do to really kind of help.
1: The initial draft opinion, folks, that we all saw last night, it uh, Politico published it. Just want to read read some of this. It, it it reads: We hold that Roe and Casey must be overruled. The Constitution makes no reference to abortion, and no such right is implicitly protected by any constitutional provision, including the one on which the defenders of Roe and Casey now chiefly rely, the due process clause of the 14th Amendment. That provision has been held to guarantee some rights that are not uh, mentioned in the Constitution, uh, but any such right must be deeply rooted in this nation's history and tradition and implicit in the concept of ordered liberty. The right to abortion, does not fall within this category. This is really some very scary language, isn't it?
0: It is. And I I think what is really important to point out here is that why abortion is not covered in the constitution is because women are not covered in the constitution we are not even covered in the constitution. So if our sex, our, our our class is not covered under law, how can anything related to our bodies or our personhood or the issues that we face or the narratives that we live be possibly covered for protections such as the right to abortion access and that's what these justices are failing to, con- to talk about connections. The connection. cognitive dissonance is happening here. You know, it's like, we we want to say it's not covered, but we also know we still haven't put the equal rights amendment into action that will we'll cover women under the constitution so that they have these protections, um, so that we don't have this issue. And this is what's, this is like a cyclical cycle here. You know, it's it's like we're not covered here, so we're not covered here. So that's the reason for making this. It's it's it's, it's heartbreaking to think that many people also have daughters and and wives and. You know, sisters would be willing to feel that a woman could be a justice, a woman could be a CEO, a woman could be any position in the world. But when it comes to making the own choices for her body, she's incapable of making those decisions and choices.
1: Just a little more here. This is wild, y'all. It reads, the inescapable uh, conclusion is that a right to abortion is not deeply rooted In the nation's history and traditions on the contrary an unbroken tradition of prohibiting abortion on pain of criminal punishment persisted from the earliest days of common law until 1973. now before you react let me just back up a minute you said something about how women weren't in the law black folk weren't either so i mean basically y'all i want everybody to be clear this is also saying if they want to come back and say, well, all the laws that apply to uh, uh, protection and due process for African-Americans can go out the window, too, because that ain't the history of this country. Right. <laughs> right. 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 So I want everybody to be clear on that. But then this here, the 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 on the contrary an unbroken tradition of prohibiting abortion. On pain of criminal punishment, persisted from the earliest days of the common law, Uh so, so what What are they saying? Because it was prohibited that that history reading was prohibited for the enslaved. So so, so <laughs> if everything that was the history that was bad. We're going to bring back. Is that what this is trying to well, say?
0: Well, I mean, what, what, in some ways we're seeing that. Right. Reverend Mark. I mean, in some ways we are seeing exactly what this and that's what's so concerning to me is what we're hearing, what we're hearing in this argument and this draft. Was basically like we're going to go back to the old times of limiting um, the rights of those we feel don't deserve to be treated as a, heel, a whole person, women, persons of color, blacks, brown. You know, this is what we're, this is what this argument is saying without saying, right? If we really think about it, like you just clearly pointed out, we're going back to what was originally protected or not protected in the original <laughs> Constitution. Well, guess what? What does that say for us? And this is why it's so dire and concerning because what we know about oppressors, oppressors circulate. They go from what, the press one group. If they're going to try to control men's lives and they're clearly arguing uh, uh, old history, the next thing we're going to try to argue is, okay, well, <laughs> we don't know. What's your limit? Next, they're going to say the Blacks don't deserve to be in spaces or have their freedoms. They need to go back to being owned. I mean, you know, where are your limits? You know, I really have to know. I know that sounds extreme, but you clearly read what they just said in this argument.
1: Again, folks, this does not sound like something that was just written last night. It sounds like something they've been kind of working on for decades. Instead of seriously pressing the argument that the abortion right itself has deep roots, supporters of Roe and Casey contend that the abortion right is an integral part of a broad entrenched right. Roe termed this as a right to privacy. Casey described it as the freedom to make intimate and personal choices that are central to personal dignity and autonomy. At the heart of liberty is the right to define one's own concept of existence, of meaning, of the universe, and the mystery of human life. The court did not claim that this broadly framed right is absolute and no such claim would be plausible. Now, somebody, anybody who can explain this, give us, will will give you a million dollars. Listen to this sentence. While individuals are certainly free to think and to say what they wish about existence, meaning the universe and the mystery of human, human life, they are not always free to act in accordance with those thoughts. Mm. Licensed to act on the basis of such beliefs may correspond to one of the many understandings of liberty, but it is certainly not ordered liberty. Uh, how does this not sound like.
0: Uh, hypocrisy.
1: Uh, right. Or, 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 or Vladimir Putin. Yeah. You don't have the freedom. You can think, but you don't have the freedom to act on what right. you believe these things are. What in the world is this?
0: And and I think this is a great point to, part, uh, to point out, Reverend Mark, because we are talking more about, this is way beyond abortion access. This is about our democracy, right? This is it. This is exactly what you're describing. We're talking about our survival. We're talking about our democracy. We're talking about our freedoms. And this is just a tactic, a strategy, a tactic um, that's attacking women because this is always an attack on women, you know, and attack on black and brown is what we always see. But this is a strategy um, to eventually continue to attack on our democracy to remove us of our freedoms. and. You know, it's easy for people to get lost in the word abortion and play on people's emotions and heartstrings. But we have to be awake. We have to we have to pay attention to what we're seeing happening here. We have to pay attention to the language and that's written in this draft and what is really being said.
1: So bottom line, Madam President of the National Organization for Women, Christian Nunes, what are we going to do? What's the How, how can we organize? What, what are you what are your thoughts about? And I'm not trying to put you on the spot because I know we have a lot to figure out, but but we we got to do something.
0: Yeah. So I think there's multiple things that need to happen here. You know, I think one, it is definitely, um, you know, there's national coalition groups and there's local coalition groups. I think it has to happen on a national level and a local level, because what's happening is these bills are coming out in your state legislations, right? Your state legislators. And that's how they're getting passed. And so this is like, for all those who want to pass, these right wing extremists who want to pass these bills, this for them was like amped up for them. They've got them ready because they're like, okay, now we know, you know, we really can go forth in this. So we got to start really organizing ourselves and collectively, de-silo ourselves, understand that it is not about only sticking with racial justice, not about only sticking with economic justice or this or that. We have to all come together because it attacks intersectionally attacks the same person. The same group of people are attacked by these these um, bans, these restrictions, these violations of their constitutional and human basic rights. So we need to come together collectively for a collective voice. We need to organize and convene. We need to get out and let them know that we are paying attention. We need to call it what we see it. And we need to, we need to definitely organize and show up so they know that we are present. The other thing I think we have to do is midterms are here. These midterms, the redistricting, that's another trick they played, right? We see with these redistricting and these lines, and what's happening here, and how we're, they're trying to create whole districts that are making districts that were once blue red, and trying to wipe out districts where people can no longer have are are limiting polling places or things. We're seeing so many trips of gerrymandering, and and um, you know, and all these issues that we're seeing, and so we have to pay attention to that, and so we need to make sure that we are mobilizing and we're really getting out there to recruiting candidates who are going to represent us, truly represent us, not in name, (laughs) not in affiliation, but represent our issues, the issues of the constituents, the issues of people who are directly impacted. We need to candidates and elected officials who are not so disconnected that they are just trying to get that title and then they're not going to be able to go back to their communities and do the work. So we have to be strict about who we are, Putting our work behind who we're going to be electing who we're going to be supporting and we have to make sure that we are trying to vet 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 and look at those right. candidates very clearly and then the third thing i think we have to do is and i think these all go together is then we have to go and we have to show up at our state legislators show up have these yep. meetings talk to them both sides talk to them about why this impacts everyone it's not a partisan issue This is a livelihood issue. This is a democracy issue. And we have to let people know that. And we have to continue to move forward in those those three things. Right now, abortion is still legal. So it has not been overturned. We have to support the providers that are out there. We have to support the uh, local providers who a lot of times work with the local individuals and refund. And we have to just continue to support and work and everything we can um, to make sure that we are protecting each other, supporting each other. But organizing strong an an election front, um, local front, organizing front, show up, have those conversations that are hard, but not get so stuck in the party and affiliate party affiliation that we forget to have conversations with the other side, which sometimes we possibly be able to win over um, by taking our time to really talk and have a real, you know, serious conversation.
1: Yeah, a lot that needs to be done. A lot of work that needs to be done. Folks get involved. Uh, we invite you to go to uh, now.org as well. Uh, join. If if you've never been a member of an organization. Yes. See, again, folks, uh, um, we're not going to social media this away. We're not going to tweet this away. In fact, we may not even have control of Twitter much longer. Mm-hmm. If we ever had it. Yeah. If we right. ever had it. We think we had it, but we probably didn't. You know, so we've got to organize Mm -hmm. Uh, And we've got to keep fighting because they've been working on this for 50 years and they never stopped.
0: Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. never stop but they've been consolidated and, and collective and that's what we have to get like that same way you like that
1: we gotta get like that christian nunez is providing the leadership of the national organization of women the women's organization uh the legacy organization and she's working with other organizations as well we'll be talking to some of them also yeah. christian nunez we thank you as always And please remember to subscribe and give us a five-star rating. If all hearts and minds are clear, it has been Made Plain.